0: Hi everyone, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Compass Point, the podcast from the Center for Public Policy at VCU's Wilder School. My name is Brittany Keegan, and I'm the Research Coordinator and Director of the Land Use Education Program here at the CPP. Today I'm joined by Jen Reed, the Director of Evaluation at our Survey and Evaluation Research Laboratory, also known as CERIL. CERIL is one of the units within the CPP and provides research and evaluation support for governmental units and public and private nonprofit agencies by conducting surveys, data analysis, and written reports. They also provide programming and technical support for a variety of data um, warehousing needs for state and local governments. So today, Jen and I are going to talk about some of the different types of evaluations that researchers can conduct, as well as the benefits of these evaluations. So to start, Jen, can you please just tell us a little bit about yourself and about CERL?
1: Um, yeah, sure. First of all, thank you, Brittany, for having me here. Um, I, am, uh, I have a PhD in developmental psychology. Um, I have been at CERL for roughly 25 years. Um, and have worked in a variety of different positions, but I'm currently the Director of Evaluation. Um, CERL has been around since 1982, um, and we work with individuals, um, both in the public and private sector. Um, We do all phases of research and evaluation like you just talked about. Uh, And really what I think CERL does the best is that we create truly collaborative partnerships with those that we are doing uh, research and evaluation with. Um, We tailor our services to meet the unique needs of each project um, and and are versed in a variety of methodologies in order to um, achieve what our client wants. I think the one thing to know about CERL is that we're all generalists. That we don't have uh, research agendas of our own. We do all have research interests, uh, but what we really do uh, is focus on the research interests of our clients. And I think since we're generalists, we're able to really provide an unbiased look um, at what our clients are interested in investigating.
0: Great, thank you so much. So let's um, move on to talking about evaluations. To start with, what are some of the benefits of conducting evaluations
1: in general? Oh, wow. Um, There are many different benefits to conducting uh, evaluations. I don't think that a program uh, should be... Uh, Conducted without an evaluation component, I think the first thing to understand is the importance of developing an evaluation plan along with a program plan. Um, So the benefits of evaluation, there are really, there are many, but I think the core ones are first program improvement, um, understanding if the program is being implemented, properly, as well as understanding if it's meeting the needs of the population it's meant to. Uh, To provide uh, findings uh, on the impact and the effects of the program, uh, information uh, in the form of prevention um, and community interventions, so better understanding of whether or not the program is really meeting the needs of the community that it's working towards. So that's kind of program improvements, looking at the process. The next one is relationships. Evaluation is great at helping program facilitators, program creators, connecting with the stakeholders, connecting with the community. Evaluation is all about creating relationships, um, gathering information on understanding uh, how the community who uh, is receiving the programming, what they think of the programming, and how it's affecting them. So that relationship piece is extremely important. Uh, One of the key things for an evaluator to do is to identify the stakeholders. Both those who are invested in the programming, those who are doing the programming, and those who are receiving both the programming. And not even the direct recipients of programming. Uh, Oftentimes there are other individuals who are also affected by the programming that it's important to identify and to talk to. So relationships is a really uh, important part and benefit of evaluation. Um, I think another reason and this is more for the people who are uh, doing the programming is evaluation provides proof that the program is working and that's what funders want to know. Uh, there are a lot of um, programs out there that are that struggle to get funding from different organizations, and it 's because they don 't have evaluation data to really show the impact that their program is making on the community that they're working with and I think the last one um, though there are probably others, but the last big one is knowledge creation is what are we adding? to the area um, as far as what are we adding to understanding the community that the program's for? What are we adding to understanding how to do programming overall? So I think that would be the last big one.
0: Yeah, that's all great. Thank you. And I really like what you said about the relationship building. I feel like we don't always think of that when we're talking about why should we do evaluations. But I really like that um, perspective of just kind of bringing everyone together and, like you said, the community and having their input and just making sure that whatever you're evaluating is really meeting those needs and achieving its purpose. And then I know that there are also different types of evaluations that may be conducted. Can you please talk a little bit um, about those different types and what process you might use to determine when and where
1: each type of of evaluation would be used? Well, there are a lot of theories and models associated with evaluation, and I think going through all of them would take a very long time. (laughs) I have whole bookshelves filled with textbooks that go over each one. I think um, what's more important is kind of defining the type of evaluation that you're going to do. Um, So there are different types or purposes. Um, So there are process evaluations, which look specifically at How is um, a program being conducted? Are they following the, are the activities that they planned occurring? um, How are they being uh, implemented? Are they being implemented successfully? Um, Are they being done in a timely manner? Um, You know, what are barriers to participants coming and receiving those? So that's one type. The next type of evaluation or purpose is outcome evaluation. And that really measures the program effects on the um, target community, the target population. So what impact has that evaluation had on the community? And it's really when you're looking at impact, it's also going back to is the program doing what they said that they were going to do? Um, Are they achieving the outcomes that they want to do? And that um, is really important. Um, It's also a place where you can collect um, information on possible outcomes that the program didn't realize. Um, So it could be that a program is achieving its outcomes, but there are also benefits to that program that they didn't realize when they were planning or setting the program up. So evaluation helps you uh, find out those things. The next one, and this is more of formative evaluation, and it determines the worth of the program while it's being established. So really, this is more of a reporting. Uh, and this is that as the program is going on, you're collecting information about process and impact, and you're giving reports throughout the whole programming. And I like to do this type of evaluation because it really informs those individuals who are conducting the programming on if changes need to be made it also uh, brings to light any barriers to the success of the program so that's really important i think the next is summative and that's kind of the overall um, effects and that's kind of at the end of programming giving feedback to all the key stakeholders on how effective and how the process went, and some recommendations or considerations for future programming uh, if they decide to continue. So, those are kind of the four core purposes of evaluation. I think it's really um, important to say that overall, you know, evaluation needs to be um, a systematic process. Whatever purpose you decide, whichever theory you wanna follow or model, it needs to be written out and it needs to happen in a systematic merit, uh, I I mean, way. Uh, And in doing that, you know, that's how you, uh, the data you collect is uh, value or is significant.
0: And I think you've talked about this a little bit um, already when you were describing the different types of evaluations, but could you please talk about um, some of the benefits for each of these types as well as potential drawbacks and how these drawbacks might be able to be mitigated?
1: Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, the benefits of everything that I talked about the process evaluation, so the benefit of that is understanding right up front what is working, what is not working. Um, it allows the programmers in real time to get feedback and to make changes to create supports. Um, throughout the program that community members might need in order to reap the outcomes or impacts that the program desires to achieve. So I think that is you know, the big benefit of the process evaluation. Um, when you're creating a program, you don't always recognize the different pieces. Um, that need to occur when the programming um, is actually happening Um, so one of the things that our process evaluation does is it really allows you to dive deep into how you're going to achieve uh, the evaluation successfully I mean the program successfully by having that evaluation and I think that brings up something else you know I mentioned this earlier But evaluation plan really needs to coincide with the program planning. And I think that all starts with a successful logic model. Um, So the first step in doing evaluation, and this is done during the process evaluation planning, is to set up a a logic model um, to follow. So I think that's how you can um, mitigate any Uh, issues that might occur is having a sound logic model and uh, that allows both the evaluator as well as the program um, implementers to have a a foundation from which to talk and to plan activities as well as to uh, plan the evaluation. So I think that's really important.
0: And during your introduction, you talked a little bit about um, the work that you and the other researchers at Cyril are conducting. So if there are any agencies or nonprofits, or I know you even sometimes will work with faculty and students um, who are interested in having some type of evaluation or research study be conducted, um, but they aren't sure how to go about that, how could Cyril maybe help them?
1: Um, I. As I said earlier, you know, I think the big thing about CERL is that we're generalists, so we have a real sound foundation and the processes evolved, uh, involved with uh, both research and evaluation. So I think how CERL can help individuals is that we can walk through the different steps of evaluation with them. Um, and work through logic models or coming up with an action plan and a change of theory plan uh, which really dives deep into what they need to be considering in their programming. Uh, I think we can also help them you know, decide what type of evaluation to do. Um, I think we can help them with just all aspects um, of the evaluation process.
0: And then that's all the questions that I have. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we sign off?
1: No, I think that's it. I think um, the, the, maybe just one more thing is just to stress the importance of evaluation. Um, that it is really uh, not, a lot of people think of evaluation, they think of being judged on something. They think that um, evaluation is gonna say how they're failing, but true evaluation isn't about that at all. True evaluation is about providing information uh, to the program facilitators about how they can succeed. It's about um, helping them be successful in what they're trying to do. So I think if anything, it's you know, maybe we need to work towards uh, changing people's views of evaluation as being a negative and turn it into the positive, what it really is. And that's a support. It's a support tool for people to succeed.
0: That's a great way to look at it. Thank you. Um, so Jen, thank you so much for being here with us today and to sharing some of your expertise. Um, thank you everyone for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Searle, you can visit their website at serl.bcu.edu